live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. Are we ready to go? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Little James Douglas Morrison to get us kicked off today. Welcome, farmers. Another episode for the archives of the Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson riding shotgun as always. Partner in crime. You know how we do it. Hall of Famer. Pat Milicic, what's up today, brother? Oh, there's all kinds of all kinds of good stuff going on, Jeff. I mean, it just gets wackier and wackier and more cartoonish by the day, right? Yeah, you've never told a lie. I mean, it's where do we start? Where do we start today? I mean, we've never, I mean, I guess you and I sometimes come on and we just kind of shoot the shit, but we really kind of uh, wanted to focus on kind of the news of the day and there's so much of it and it's just like, man, unraveling just all of this. It's really, you know, it's kind of mind-numbing. But, you know, here we go. Today we got some articles, just some random news stuff we're going to talk about and just general stuff. What do you got for us, champ? Oh, there's all kinds of goofy shit going on. Um, you know, the, the, you see these headlines out of uh, the Ukraine-Russia situation, and Biden decides to skip the, you know, the East Palestine-Ohio, you know, issue out there and the eastern seaboard that got, you know, potentially uh, some really severe doses of very toxic chemicals, um, you know, the gases first. And then, of course, that residue is going to settle all over the, you know, forest the the fields and eventually wash off and into the water but i heard so it was like a 200 plus mile in radius cloud of i think it's whatever it is when it converted hydrochloric acid just like moving Dude, off like you they're, said they're picking up residue and all the way down to virginia and all the way up to montreal well and that's what we were talking about man when when you start getting into this particular area man in the ohio river valley that's tainted hundreds and hundreds of miles of shit downstream even up into the mississippi river at a certain point where it goes out and out into the gulf of mexico this is this is no bueno brother this is absolutely no bueno right and you know um a friend of the farm let's put it that way uh dr pete chambers who's a friend of jim gales uh the food forest abundance guys asked him to go you know hey get in there and, and start taking soil samples and water samples and get those to laboratories that you know, are going to test and, and give honest feedback, you know, because FEMA and, you know, the EPA and stuff were initially saying, yeah, no big deal, whatever. Uh, Biden turned down a request for federal funding assistance for, for what happened. The the railway is going around, you know, knocking on doors and asking people to sign friggin' waivers of, uh, you know, just relieving the railway of any responsibility for the eventual tumors that may show up in people. Well, and who and, who uh, owns that railroad, champ? Or who uh, owns that oh, that particular? I, I I already read that part, and I now I've got to look it back up because I forgot. But uh, was it? Su- uh, we'll get to that. We'll no, to no, that, that was amazing. that's Vanguard and BlackRock that own that that that. Yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so people can look up the two companies that make that uh, vinyl chloride as well. There's a couple companies, and then they can look up who are the. You know, largest owners, shareholders of them, and and dig into that on their own. You know, let people discover things on their own. We don't want to tell them everything, and don't listen to us. Hey, we don't start the conspiracies; we just add the water, brother. That's the whole. That's the whole rip, right? Right. right? 
and we don't know everything. We know very little. We just uh, pontificate upon certain happenings around the world, and and people can do their their own research. You know, we can't spoon feed everybody because if we do that. A lot of times people don't believe you. Listen, right? man. We, I mean, I think more and more people have these conversations, but having this kind of platform with the farm, et cetera, we get messages all the time from people. You know, it, it's all about planting the seed. Yeah, no one wants to be talked at or preached to and shit. You know, we just, you and I kind of, and with our guests, we we have more of a conversation than, you know, anybody reading any talking points, really defending their position necessarily. I always say, I had a friend ask me the other day, how do you know what you know is true or whatever? And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of... Um, very Socratic about it. All I know is I know nothing. So I really say, unless unless saying, or other than saying, this is what it is. I say my considerations, my considerations suggest this. You know what I mean? Through my right. preponderance of whatever evidence, real news, bad news, like through my filter, this is what I feel X Y Z is, and that's kind of I think yeah. what most people do. But you know. Well, and for all the people that don't believe in God, praying is us talking to God, and our intuition is God talking back to us. Just for, you know, specifically to those that don't believe in God. Right. Well, in getting, you know, into staying in the 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 Ohio, that's just the madness that's happening there. But what really fucked me up was when I heard not only about this My ID, which we're going to get into, but this movie, the White Noise movie, was shot in that city where the premise wasn't necessarily just yeah, town, about yeah. it's that in, in East Palestine, in the same freaking town, they shot this movie and it's on Netflix. And it reminded me actually of surviving the pandemic right before COVID popped off. There was that uh, docu series or whatever it was on uh, that Bill Gates did before. I mean, it's just this kind of predictive programming, but it just belies like, is that that's almost lottery winning coincidence type shit that a movie could be shot there in the same town and have the same thing play out however long later a year a year later after it was released and then yeah the my id 3 months ago was you know brought about up online in the town that it was going to be like uh selected as an experimental test for my id for tracking for healthcare you know all that sort of stuff so that people could report their you know illnesses and stuff like that and we know that Agenda 21, Agenda 30 documents say that if soil becomes uninhabitable, you know, the water, all of that becomes toxic, that you literally can't opt out of being moved into a smart city grid. Like you can't, you can't opt out of it. The state cannot opt out of it. The community cannot opt out of it. The citizens cannot opt out of it. That's how authoritarian these people want to become. And, you know, I just want to point out to everybody that these, these people, um, there's some there's some very there's some very mentally ill individuals, right? Um, they do not care about us. They they're not looking out for our well-being. Um, when you look at them, they are so full of uh, pharmaceuticals that they look deformed. They don't even look human, right? And so the, these are the type of people that I'm just going to make fun of. Yeah, they're worth massive amounts of money, and they have you know this uh, the power that they think they have is only granted to them by citizens who are, you know, have bruises on their fucking knees. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's spine, I, I detect, spine, spine is on the back of a milk carton type shit. Yeah. I mean, I look around me and I see, you know, so many fucking jellyfish, they, you know, spineless human beings that it's frustrating a little bit. Right. Um, and we talked about that, you know, at the beginning of all this, that all the people that are going to believe this are going to get themselves and a lot of other people, you know, in a, a pretty deep hole is basically what we told people. So, yeah, at some point. 
It's a um, weird double-edged sword, champ, because it's at the same time that most people are starting to understand that self self-sufficiency is absolutely essential. The more and more it's being demonized, like you said, they're going to possibly be moving people possibly off of farms down there that Ohio River Valley. The whole thing of collecting rainwater, the whole thing of selling people non heirloom or non heirloom uh, vegetables, etc. I mean, it just seems like. It, the, the, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know where this goes, but I think it has a lot to do with what you just said about Agenda Twenty One, Agenda Twenty Thirty, the restriction of resources. You know, you can't farm this kind of land, so now you're going to have to, you're going to have to eat this like soylent green synthetic bullshit we sell you. And I think you, which, again, we, which used to be your neighbor, which used to be, yeah, you and you and fucking Stu used to sit out front and have a couple cold ones and talk about the latest, latest Yellowstone episode. Now you're freaking chomping on him the next day. Stu fell for the okie doke, as you say. Yeah, the banana and the tailpipe. It happens all too often. We're surrounded by it, <laughs> and it again, you know, like like Pat and I have talked about. Man, we are taking the show on the road this summer, and as much as we've talked about for the low these many years about the shit that's going on in the world and diagnosing the problem, which of course we still will. I think it's really about what's the solution. And you and I, Pat, any of us listening cannot stop what's happening in Davos or whatever these WEF people are doing. But we can control, take, we can take control of our life, our family, our health, most primarily, our, our communities. And that's where it really has to go down um, as much as they're going to probably demonize that. But as we lean into our tour and even this show, man, that's what we're really going to try to focus on is more solution oriented stuff. And definitely when it comes to your health, I, it freaks me out that I drive past a McDonald's and the drive through is still so freaking deep as if people yeah. haven't quite gotten hey, the message. While you're going down, I, I don't want to forget this because I, I apologize. I've got to um, make this request of any of our listeners with you. Um, I love the banana and the tailpipe image. So I want a car <laughs> in the, in the meme uh, and the car is U S population. Put that label on the car. And then, um, the person kneeling down, the little sneaky bastard, make it Fauci, whoever you want, um, you know, U.S. government or uh, pharmaceutical company or, or you know, uh, you know, any Moderna, you know, Pfizer, whatever. Put a label on the person that's kneeling down, and then put COVID on the banana while there's, it's being stuck into the tailpipe <laughs> of the U.S. you know the U.S. citizens, and. Uh, and send that to Jeffrey and I. Post that. Send that <laughs> some to fan us. art. Or even just the old school, like literally some basic graphic of a car with a tailpipe and a banana in it. And then the big circle with the line through it, which just means not falling for the banana tailpipe, folks. There you go. There you go. And if people don't know where the root of that comes from, that's old school Beverly Hills cop, Eddie Murphy. We're not going to fall for banana tailpipe. And then Eddie Murphy does, of course, his you know, white voice. You're not going to fall for banana tailpipe. <laughs> classic flick i can't believe they're making another one i was just i told you i was just talking to our boy rory markham who um is one of pat's students and you know as an actor he was in um that upcoming flick and off to um, new york to shoot ghostbusters as well doing cool shit shout out to my boy rory markham but yeah man i don't know what's gonna happen i sir i saw the uh fema just showed up to uh east palatine palestine today palestine I don't know why it's Palestine when it's spelled the same thing as Palestine. But, yeah, they just showed up there today. And I'll be very anxious to see, you know, your boy who's up there getting readings on stuff. Because they're sitting here saying, like, no, nope, it's all nominal. Nothing's changed. I mean, it's absolutely impossible for that amount of toxic chemicals to have spilled and at least air quality not changed in some way, shape, or form. And it reminds me, it reminds a lot of people of uh, after 9-11 when they were testing the air quality and 
I forget who it was, what agency, what government agency it was. I'm sure the, you farmers know out there. And the young, the lady who was, anyway, or whoever it was, the head of that uh, agency said the, the air was fine. And we now know how many people, first responders, et cetera, died uh, from being in that air full of you know asbestos and a bunch of other toxic stuff. But yeah, couldn't be possible um, that they're lying to us again, champ. Couldn't be possible. Right. Well, the, the thing is, is um, initially, I mean, there's, there's, some people, and I'm getting a report back right now. It just popped on my screen from uh, our friend uh, Doc Doc Pete Ch- uh, Chambers, who's former Green Beret flight surgeon and uh, hazmat expert, trained in hazmat issues and things like that. So he's been doing some testing, and he's all over the place out there. And he said, you know, from inside the hot zone, you know, there's people that you know have skin rashes and other stuff like that. But you know, the the further out the, the um, folks off in the distance, you know, where a lot of those toxins could have settled, you know, that stuff's not initially just going to show up. It's not going to, you know, just start killing everyone and things like that. Um, but so even that, air it's, quality, it's a down the road. is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a down the road thing. I mean, it's in water, you know, as toxins um, build up in cells, you know, that's, a, that's the important thing. A lesson to be learned for a lot of people here is this, is <clears throat> that, I mean, Americans are sick as dogs uh, all all around us, right? Because, you know, we know that there's massive amounts of chemicals um, and huge amounts of them way above EPA suggested levels or recommended levels, right? So um, just chloroform, which causes cancer, is 81 times above, from, from my memory anyway, um, 81 times above, you know, suggested limits in the, you know, Quad cities on the Iowa side of the river. So, well, just knowing did sure. the stat. I think it was our boy Tim James said, "When we're born, we're born with two hundred plus toxic chemicals and metals in our umbilical cord." Well, like they that's... only test for four hundred. There's, there's, you know, I from his statistics, there's I, well over a hundred, hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand chemicals that are actually have been created and are in use in modern times. So they only test for four hundred. 250 of those show up in the umbilical cord every single time in every single person in the United so, States. So, I mean, that's we're born sick. It's like our whole environment is tainted. Food, right, air, right. water, soil. It's... Yeah, yeah. So, and then how is that altering our our cell, you know, structure, our, you know, cell health, mitochondrial health, all of that is super, super important. And, you know, I was listening to a guy talk and he said, you know, I went to Italy for a couple of weeks and he goes, and I felt amazing. He goes, I, I was eating food, uh, getting great workouts and, and felt just the best I've ever felt. And he goes, and I come back to the United States and start eating the food and drinking the water. And he goes, and all of a sudden I feel like shit again. Yeah. So, you know, and that's a guy that's an athlete that eats healthy. Right. So that's, he's, he's eating as healthy as he can. And he's still feeling like shit compared to, you know, being in Italy because that's the thing that I try to get across to people. Um, Americans have to realize that we're the only country with a massive obesity problem and, and health issues, right? We are being attacked. This stuff is not allowed anywhere else. These chemicals, the vast majority of them are not allowed in Europe. They're yeah. not allowed yeah. in South America. They're not allowed in Asia. So at what point do you not realize that we are in a war and have been for a long time? Very long time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, we've got to uh, 
Again, that and, gets back to kind of everyone's kind of selective butthurtness. You know, we're we like you just said, we are and have been under attack on so many different levels for a long time. And then we get, you know, whatever this fucking, you know, pedestrian <laughs> bullshit. I mean, it's just the things people start getting upset about. It's just like, but it goes back to you were saying earlier. This is kind of frustrating. But, you know, well, I'm at the stage of my life anymore where it's like everyone's responsible for, you know, obviously their own shit. And it's good for us to kind of just. When I say like spreading, just you know, speak our speak our truth, man. Whatever it is, if it resonates with you, that's what's up. If it doesn't, that's what's up too. But this it, it's stats are there, dude. And going back to you know, obviously lifestyles and lifestyle has a big thing to do with it. But the Japanese study of women who and, um, no breast cancer, basically, you know, negligible, almost zeroed out in in Japan, but they come over here statistically over I think a twenty year time, and you know, the development of breast cancer is through the roof. Yeah. No, and, and you sit there and you think, um, it's perfectly normal for children to want a sex change and want their genitalia cut off. Uh, totally normal. To- and totally normal for a school board to, you know, push, uh, you know, school boards across the country to push for transgender rights for children. Perfectly normal. Per- like, perfectly normal. And, you know, the kids that want to call themselves critters. And then the weeaboos and furries. I mean, this is this is all perfectly fucking normal. Uh, these these school boards of adults who are they have Weeaboos. to be so full of pharmaceuticals themselves that they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, um, I think that we need to look out for the feelings of this child. And I will donate a litter box, and I will weekly go and buy new litter <laughs> so that the child can shit in a litter box in the um, bathroom. And I, I don't know. We can put it in the boys or girls, depending on the day on how the child feels because they're gender fluid, and they might feel like a boy one day and a girl the next. A cat, female cat, <laughs> of course. So we're going to, you know, we're going to do that for them, you know. And, and, and the rest of the fucking parents... You know, you've got no say so over this, and um, that is that's the way it's going to be here in the Bettendorf, Iowa schools system. That's what we're going to do. So, well, it's not unlike um, other school systems. So, but I mean, you know, it's it's it's, yeah, it's, it's they they have infiltrated um, with their lunacy, and it's 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 the biggest tragic comedy play ever in history of mankind. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. And it's it, it could it possibly could be utilized as just another one of these distractions, not just the drag queen story hour. That and to me is a bit of a distraction, but because the function of it is something larger than people don't realize. As far as like you said, the infiltration, the the the, the culture war, social mar- you know cultural Marxism, etc. And this is what I, what's happening in the larger macro grand chessboard. Is what's happening here? We're 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 impl- we're seeing a multipolar world. Anyway, it's one of those things I was just saying a second ago. We get so caught up on this dumb shit, we're not seeing this larger craziness that's going on all around us, dude. I'm sorry to just completely go fucking macro and everything, but I think it has to do with like the grand chessboard, what's happening in Ukraine, which is right through the Belt and Road. But this is creating slow and steady, going back to almost Ohio, possible smart cities. This is what we're seeing with this multipolar world order with the grand chessboard shifting and things turning into and the rise of, you know, transhumanism and shit like that, dude, the green agenda, the, the, the fourth industrial revolution, et cetera, will own nothing and will love it. I think this is just, it, and this is just, again, you know, 
please forgive me because I'm so not sorry. This is my thoughts on like the transgender thing. It's, it's becoming like, what is a man? What is a woman? We don't know. Of course, we fucking know, but they're making it seem like we don't know. But as the transhumanist agenda rises, it becomes the transgender thing becomes a precursor for the transhumanist conversation. Right. Of what, what, yeah. what is, what is the human? If you're a neural link, are you still a human? If you're half your, half your body is, is cybernetic and has machine shit. Are you still a human? Are, are you still afforded the same legal rights as, you know, quote unquote, normal humans. So I think this is a very, very much so larger conversation. And I know that I just went fucking zero to 60 right there, but I think that the shit we're talking about as far as trans stuff is almost, it's, somewhat of a healthy distraction but it's also conditioning mechanism to get us used to this conversation conversation as far as what is a man what is a woman what is a it's going to progress into what is a human as we move into this technocracy in my humble opinion so here's where you need to this is where it gets into deep murky water we um, like those waters we just like Justice Clarence Thomas wrote an opinion and ruled that forms of DNA that have been manipulated in the laboratory in a way that alters their natural state can be patented, which means genetically modified grains, genetically modified whatever, right, organisms. So the people that got the mRNA injection and have had their DNA altered to a triple helix DNA can now be patented by the people that invented this this uh this so-called treatment right so if they can patent if you they can patent you as a human being or not as a human being as a a whatever entity they want to call call you because they created you they've Mm. altered you now think about two people who have had their dna altered having children now their DNA is altered as well, if they can even have kids, right? Because right. we're hearing about so many miscarriages. So this is, um, yeah, this is some troubling stuff. And well, this I'm... is stuff that people didn't think about. And this is where I get into the whole, you know, when all this stuff started, Jeff, and we, we I, I mean, I went back and I listened specifically to some of our episodes um, when this stuff was, was just kind of kicking off in China. <clears throat> and we were flat out saying, and I even posted on Facebook, um, uh, you know, got a year before the, uh, the injections came out or more, um, you know, somewhere in there. And I said, they're going to come up with a miraculous cure and it's going to be the real, you know, bioweapon. Right. right. And so we knew this instinctually, uh, just because of a lot of the stuff that we had researched before. And so when they came out with this thing and they were saying it was experimental, Right? Yes, yes, without so, a doubt. So, so you know, when I was given, you know, dare speeches, you know, uh, just say no, just say no, you know, to to drugs and, and alcohol to kids. Um, and we went from that to, you know, people lining up for an experimental injection. And these are, you know, a lot of very intelligent people, one would think. But, you know, so here I am selling it to you as your friend saying, okay, I, I'm a scientist, I'm a research scientist, and I, I invented this thingy, this this treatment, and it starts with saline water, and then we're gonna put some, you know, we're gonna put some um, mRNA technology in it, some CRISPR technology, and we're going to put some, you know, there's gonna be some aluminum particulates, just so you know, and some formaldehyde and some aborted fetal cell tissue, but that's okay, the Pope said so. 
and then mm. we're going to have some chimpanzee DNA in there. <clears throat> and there's a couple other, you know, there's a couple other parts of this thing, you know, that's not really important, but we're going to go ahead. We think it's going to work. Um, can we inject you? Sound cool, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so what what are you saying to me when I when I say that to you, Jeff? Even as your friend, what are you going to tell me? Well, probably most likely go fuck yourself. <laughs> But in both of those instances, you know, interesting, interesting, interestingly enough, in both of those instances, the dare stuff, the, this is your brain on drugs with the eggs with your frying brain. Like, does, right. is, that, is, that, is that not some kind of like fear shit for, for a kid? And the only to, to make that to make that uh, correlation, the dare commercials with people lining up for vaccines, they both use fear. What do you want to kill grandma? You know, what do you want to fry your brain in a fucking pan and do, you know, however many years later with a different application of fear based <laughs> trauma conditioning? You, what do you want to kill grandma and grandpa? And, you know, what I mean. It's the same shit, man. Same shit, different toilet. It's crazy. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So it's it's, I you know, if there weren't so many people passing away right now, you know, we 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 could laugh about it a lot more. But I mean, it's 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 so bad that you I, we almost have to laugh. Either either you laugh or you cry. And I I talk, I've said this to you. And I mean, me personally, just one fucking person on this planet with eight billion people now, I've had, I would say. Almost several now, three or four, three to four instances where I knew it, it either happened right in front of me or I got the phone call that this person had passed, you know, young as, you know, spring chicken type shit, dying of a stroke. Yeah, I'm just waiting on or an aneurysm myself. Or... You know, and here's all the all the um, real fascism that has come about because of this. You know, this is like this headlight. Uh, headline here, UN torture body abandons attempts to inspect Australian detention sites. It's like all of a sudden Australia has become North Korea. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? And it it's hilarious. Like the UN inspectors are not being allowed to inspect the... Uh, listen to this. A United Nations body committed to preventing torture has terminated its review of Australian places of detention after authorities in some states refused to let them in, joining Rwanda as the only other country where a visit has been terminated. So, okay, Australia has now, now become Rwanda is what they're telling us, <laughs> that that the UN inspectors were not allowed in because they're hanging people upside down by their ankles and electrocuting them with wet sponges attached to car batteries. Dude, you look at Rwanda now, dude, that city is popping. That's like a major metropolitan city in fucking Africa right now. I know it's a small country, uh, yeah, Rwanda, uh, Rwanda and Burundi right there. That's where that all that shit happened back in the day. But yeah, some wild There's shit. a new city. There's a new beautiful modern city being built. And, and It is already, dude. It's already set it's up. New, if you check it out right uh, now. In Ethiopia. Oh. I know. But in, in Ethiopia as well. Remember. I years ago when we were doing the show, um, a I guy who said he was a remember the guy that said he was a Freemason and said you need to not be pulling for Trump in this election. That was the first time Trump was running for election, right? Uh, you need to stop supporting Trump, and I'll make sure you and your family end up in one of the last cities. I do and remember. I, said, okay. I remember do remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to him, I said, "So which last city are you going to be in?" And he said, "Ethiopia." <clears throat> so I looked it up. Sure enough, they were building a brand new city. Addis Ababa. How what? Addis Ababa is the capital of Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Okay. Well, uh, Emperor Ale Selassie, what they thought was the 
the reincarnation of God. That's where the Ethiop or the, the Rastafarians thought he wow. was like the second coming. But we digress. Okay. Um, so it's just yeah, it's becoming a circus worldwide. No, without a doubt. And the balloon shit. We, have we covered that? Let's. I mean, at least I mean, it was crazy. Like the balloon thing. It was absolutely madness. I know we've talked about it in other programs. A couple of most recent ones, but. Most recently, they said one of the things they shot down was like a hobby balloon from like a whatever. I don't even. Yeah, to me, it's it's not even important. I mean, anymore. I mean, there's there's satellites that can be reading license plates. No, I, that's what I'm that saying. Before. No, from, from that standpoint, you're absolutely correct. I'm just saying they they told us a fucking four hundred thousand dollars sidewinder took down somebody's hobby balloon. Somebody, well, they could have just thrown corkboard fucking pins at it. But I mean, even if that even didn't, missile. if it happened, it's absurd with our level of technology. And if it didn't happen, it's fucking absurd and infuriating because they're lying to us about this bullshit. I mean, it's a great one, dude. Here's this, it's a great one. It, it is. It's it's there. It's just a, it's just a distraction. That's all it is. While they're you know getting everything up and running and online for the you know the social social point system and um, digital enslavement that's all it is no without a doubt that's what i mean it's i've heard it on different shows but it's just like and i even said it to you because i heard it from them this this it's 20 fucking 23 and they balloon spying with the level of technology we have i mean it's absolutely it we have right. with with tiktok we have we have fucking balloons in however many millions of uh homes that their kids or we or adults have TikTok. I mean, I know, I know I've said this before, but it's like I even said to you, it's even more absurd that the basis of what we have right now and our computers and everything is these microprocessors and semiconductors. The basis of the technocracy that's, that they're building to create the Internet of Things of every, and everything else is based off microprocessors and semiconductors. They've all been fucking backdoored encoded in a way with backdoors in it where they can go in and monitor you and shut shit down. They're all... They've been listening to us for as long as we've had fucking computers because all these processes have been backdoored. And so what the thing is, the infrastructure that's been built around this country is all basically bi- digital and technological based based off these fucking semiconductors and transistors and shit like that. They could come in and shut right. all of our shit down. All of our in- infrastructure can be shut down in an instant because of these backdoors. They've been spying. Right. When I say they, you can you know look it up for yourself who they might be. Find out who's, who's creating and manufacturing and designing these chips and processors. Right. You go right. back to uh, Christine the- Christine Maxwell, Gislaine's sister, headed this company called uh, Chiliad, Chiliad Software, installed software in all of our government shit, FBI, CIA, NSA, shit like that. All of it was backdoored. And this was in the 90s. I know I've said this before on this show, but I'm just saying when it goes back to the selective butthurtness, I know people don't go down this rabbit hole like we do, but get hip to the fucking game, dude. This balloon is, it, it, it should infuriate you as far as the theater that they're willing to pull to try to do this bullshit. But- when you do just a slight bit of homework, that has that's infantile and you know minuscule to the level of spying. Well, I mean, we're spying on them too, of course. It's all happening, but well, I mean, it is know, a distraction. Going back well, to I what think, you said, you know, from from a you know they can they can call us you know for going against all of this stuff. They can say you know you're a you're a domestic terrorist because you don't want to be enslaved and all this other shit. You know, they're using this language that, have <clears throat> you as you mentioned, curious about that they're calling mothers of children at school board meetings fucking domestic terrorists. On what planet? On what planet are you that retarded to believe that shit coming out of these people's mouths? Right. Number one. 
two. <clears throat> Hit that ultimate gaslighting list you gave me earlier on domestic terror. Yeah, you know, and and so message for you know these these people within our you know our government that are you know working on behalf of the Chinese and behalf of the elites. Um, I just want to send a message to you that we're going to unleash the crackheads and tweakers on you motherfuckers <laughs> and your infrastructure because we, we know and platinum is in those friggin' rectangular plates on top of those 5G towers and we're going to let them know. Ooh, make some rims, make some make Thank some... all thank all the thank all the tweakers and the crackheads climbing those towers, ripping those plates off of there. That'd be that 5G grill, <laughs> dude. Put that shit in your grill. That'd be that 5G grill. Give a give a crack rock for every camera they retrieve at intersections. Be gnarly, dude. You're supposed did, to laugh. It's a, it's it's. No, I didn't know there was. Jack. I'm I'm actually contemplating with if there were. Is there platinum really in those five G towers? They're silver, sure. I didn't know yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah. Well, now the crackheads do if they're listening. <laughs> hey, if fucking <laughs> you see what they do to homes, they strip that shit with copper and these catalytic converters, oh, dude. Yeah. Everything's on the table when oh, you're fucking on that base, dude. You'd be fucking <laughs> sucking dick for steal, beer money. Steal your catalytic converters off of vehicles and shit. They're gonna get those plates. You know it, without a shadow of a doubt, dude. <laughs> you know what's, what's the what's the what's the nut measurements that hold those plates on? Just you know, release that. <laughs> <laughs> Hand out, hand out wrenches. <laughs> Be next level. Hand out wrenches and one crack rock to give them enough energy to get up there. Or, or you know, I don't, do people do crack <laughs> anymore? I thought it was all meth. I don't even know. I don't even know. God, God help us. Yeah. Um, well, but you know, then there'd be a fucking meth shortage if they started to actually do it. <laughs> the CIA, the CIA'd be ordered to stand down. Stop bringing crack into the fucking country. Shit, you come down here to fucking <laughs> southern Missouri, dude. There's no shortage of meth around these parts, bro. Shortage of teeth, though. It's an exchange. It, it once you start the start the labs, shit just starts falling out. It's a byproduct of the old. Yeah, you see that a lot down here in old southern Missouri. You get down the old Jeffco, but we digress, man. We digress. What else do we got? What else do we got? Oh, and dude, awesome. we didn't even, we didn't even I forgot to tell you guys. We were supposed to have Carrie Lake on, former uh, Arizona gubernatorial candidate um in Arizona, and she had to dip out uh she's working with her publisher today. So we're going to try to reschedule. I know she, I I figured this might happen just because she's super super busy and um you know, you were obviously a personal friend of Carrie's and it was cool for her and her whole team to take some time to even chop it up with us cuz I you know, it's cool that um she would even want to come on and talk to us heathens right right yeah yeah she came to visit me over at uh when we were doing a live podcast of, of the mma mobsters and stopped in we talked for about a half hour uh, yeah she had a big turnout of her teams big turnout awesome. in iowa for her her rally um old north scott yeah, lancer i was it's crazy just seeing where you know let's talk about let's talk about ele- election integrity right yeah for sure that's what let's we want election integrity i mean we we there's, um, you know, hammer and scorecard, you know, us getting dictators in South America and other places in the world, you know, put in power uh, to do our bidding and things like that. And to think that they potentially would never do that here, you know, and <clears throat> that's the thing that I wanted to talk to Carrie about was, you know, again, if we have one eye and half a brain and we see a person that we want to vote for, uh, you know, with a rally with like. 30 people, like I said, in lawn chairs and masks, um, sitting six feet apart, 
and all this other bullshit. And the opponent has a stadium full of people everywhere they go. So our, the person we're voting for wins the election. At some point, do we sit back and go, you know, um, <laughs> Something's yeah, off. they're pushing the agenda that we want, but, I mean, something really, really funky is going on here, right? Do you think? Do you think they're saying that at all? Because they seem committed to the point where they're like, um, election election integrity is intact and there is no cheating going on. Well, and that's the slippery slope, brother. Like I've said, you know, as long as your person's winning, you're willing to have a little bit of more, a little bit more moral and ethical flexibility. <clears throat> but that's the whole conditioning of it. When you sign on to it, when it's somebody that you like, it's gonna, or somebody you don't like, happening as far as election results, um, then you you will have to sign on when it when it happens to somebody that you like. And this is a part of the, you know. Again, part of the ideological subversion. It's all about, you don't see the person as a person. It's all about the politics now, the race, the gender, whatever the fuck it is. But no, you're absolutely right. right. Man. You're absolutely right. Well, I just, I want to point out to everybody out there, whether you're on the left or right, or, or a person who's paid to monitor guys like us um, and listen to our shows for what's coming, just a heads up, in 2024, they're going to tweak the election again, and this time Trump's going to be... <laughs> Trump's going to what? You broke up. And, and um, this in 2024, um, they may use hammer and scorecard again, and this time Trump's going to be in. Just a just a heads up, or they won't need to use it. I we mean, it, I, I have no idea, and I'm just saying this because Carrie Lake's been on my mind because we, we had her on the show. I could totally see her. I could totally see her and Trump running together, dude. That would be that would be a that would be a pretty. Oh yeah. Again, no, no, they, I mean, my my they, they would win. They would 100 percent win. I mean. We know that. We know that. So, and that's probably the game. That's probably what's what's probably being talked about. To be honest with you, and uh, you know, obviously for Kerry Lake and uh, and Donald Trump, considering the punishment that everybody's gone through, uh, financially, um, psychologically, you know, all the things that have gone on, um, you know, since since they started this this whole process off while Trump was in office, of course. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And something I wanted to touch on, I mean, just because, it, again, it goes beyond the right-left of politics, but it's more about the war on the institutions, you know, whether it's Biden's elections or Kerry Lake's elections, and, you know, we've seen, you know, in Georgia, et cetera, et cetera, we're, we're probably some of the most cynical generation ever, and rightfully so with, with some of the stuff we've seen, but they're, they're making us not trust some of these basic institutions like our election system. And then when it gets thrown to the courts, not saying Kerry was right or wrong or the judges or, you know, all of that was right or wrong, but the fact that we're even having the question of like, no, that was a, you know, like her, her appeal was rejected the other day and her side's going to be like, no, that's some bullshit. So it just, it erodes the, the trust and faith and that in the judicial institution as well. So again, it's, it's this war on our institutions, man. It, and it well, goes beyond then, right left, but they worse, utilize that. I'm sorry. Even even worse than they are going after Carrie Lake's attorneys for filing frivolous um, or frivolous complaints with the court system. Like election integrity is frivolous for some reason. Well, I, I mean, I would love to see. I mean, that's that's a very nuanced. I mean, I would love to see what particular these what these particular motions were and how and what qualified them as frivolous frivolous because it's it i found it odd too when i heard three three or four of her attorneys who worked on her case or I, I might be misstating this or up for disbarment by the arizona bar association because of supposedly like pat said frivolous motions that were filed in this case 
I'd, I'd have to see the specific shit because it's like that's their job is to file motions as far as you know ad- advancing Carrie's cause. So I don't I don't know what specifically what those motions were, but I found it interesting. And it's this notion of like, well, if the judges, I mean, I don't know, man. If the courts and the judge say it, then it has to be the final word. And I get that to some degree, but it's not as if the judges and the courts can't be swayed or manipulated or blackmailed or I, I don't know. But the fact that Katie, Katie Hobbs, who was the secretary of state who runs basically elections, didn't recuse herself as she ran for <laughs> governor is a huge red flag. You control the elections and you're running for governor. Come on now. <laughs> even if even if she's honest as fucking the snow is white, dude. I mean, it's just a conflict of interest right there. Right. No, so 100%. whatever. I mean, it's, it is. Uh, long story short, people pretty, people on pretty, both sides. It is. It's super egregious. And even if Carrie's completely wrong or whatever, people who support her are having lack of trust in these institutions. So when the next election happens and the next election happens, this is how you this is how you implode a civilization and a society, dude. You get them to stop completely trust. I mean, we're already on some banana republic type shit when you look at what's going around on around us right now. So nothing surprises me anymore. Did the movie Wally come out? The the not Pixar, not Disney, but Pixar, right? I don't know. I don't know when that was. The digital cartoon thing, Wally. Yeah. I don't. God, bro. I don't think. I don't even know if I've seen it. And if I have seen it, it's been a hot minute. So when I took my kids to watch that thing, I went, oh, my God, it is America. It's That's what's coming. So, yeah, it was June 27th, uh, 2008 when it came out. And I was saying back then, you know, because it was all just obese people and hover-rounds and shit uh, cruising around. And we see that in our grocery stores ever, uh, all over the place. I mean, they. Right? I don't know. They, people say they have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. I don't know if they have to or not, but they definitely do. Whether it's Minority Report, fucking Demolition Man, Judge Dread, Mega Cities, you know, we were talking about, you know, uh, I, I was saying something about we were talking about AI and they're talking about AI replacing lawyers. Is it going to happen overnight? No, but it's going to be that complete lack of any moral. Most judges have a little bit of flexibility in the law, like, hey, you fucked up, but I like the cut of your jib and you're hustling, so I'm going to give you probation instead of giving you three or whatever it is. In this case, with the AI, it's going to be just fucking cut and dry. You broke the law. Just like that Judge Dredd shit, dude. You fucking dropped a gum wrapper, you know, 30 days and whatever it is. It's, But, I mean, this is this is part of the, you know, Gender 21, Gender 2030, Internet of Things, Fourth Industrial Revolution. Yeah, so there is some strange stuff going on with all of this stuff in, in uh, reporting worldwide in Brazil. Train stuff? Oh, derailments and stuff? Do you say train? So now think, you know how hot-blooded the, how hot-blooded the Brazilian citizens are. But there has been talk of uh, Brazilian authorities because the government down there, you know, we saw the same thing happen down there that we've seen up here with Kerry Lake and, and Trump where uh, Bolsonaro lost, right, and then fled to Florida or whatever. I don't know if he's still there or whatever. But they're, now the, the Brazilian government is talking about charging the unvaccinated and putting them in prison from two to eight years potentially. So this is some stuff that's been, been coming up. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, 
that's that's you want to you want to piss off a populace like you're going to get like you're going to get the horns on that one especially in Brazil because those people do not play around yeah i mean i guess it's the extreme version of this kind of social credit score if you're not going to play ball there's going to be consequences obviously you know 2 to 8 year how many years in prison that's an extreme consequence but that's what we're looking at now that's what we that's what's coming man that's what this this either comply or you know into the gulag you go not literally but i mean with china being the model of the the social credit score social credit system you can't fly you can't ride the bus you can't use public transportation or you know whatever these things are but i think that's what's happening and vaccines you just sent me something what was the the article you sent me about the new um i think it was an ebola or something like that and something something in africa going on west africa yeah so yeah so so now they're talking the you know the Marburg virus, which is you know something like um, the Ebola virus, but worse, right? So they just have open wounds all over their body and bleeding out their orifices and everything else, and it's just sweet, fleshy, just yeah, you know, the molecular structure of your organs and everything just starts to fall apart, and you just you know turn into mush basically, and you're contagious. You've got you know open wounds, bleeding all over the place, and um, but. Uh, yeah, they're saying, you know, the Marburg virus. And do you remember specifically when we talked about that? <clears throat> People can look this up as well. I want you to look up everything we talk about. And it was several, several years ago before this all started. And the diplomats and politicians in West Africa were going, hey, man, you guys need to quit doing research on, on live red blood cells. And they were raising a bunch of hell with our scientists, with our government. And then literally a couple of weeks later, it was an Ebola outbreak, right? Because they mm. knew the politicians and the people over there in, in West Africa knew it was coming. They knew what these people were up to, right? But uh, so people can look that up and read about it. Uh, but the so I'm going to read the proposed Brazilian law prison anti vaxxers for up to a decade, critical of vaccine, jail time too. Um, so this is getting out of hand here um, where they're talking about and Angelo uh, government Senator Angelo uh, Coronel has authored L55 slash 2020, which anticipates criminal charges for one to three years for people who omit or even stand in opposition to mandatory vaccination of children or adolescents during a declared public health authority um, emergency. What do Brazilian politicians want to criminalize people that simply have concerns about specific vaccines? Um, this is going too far, but it says, but it gets worse. The proposed law would penalize refuses to take the mandatory jab with up to eight years in prison. So what the fuck? they're saying it's false. They're saying they're saying it's false, but it sounds we, it uh, sounds quite extreme, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, eight years in prison I, it, <clears throat> at this stage but, of the game. It, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Using Australia as a litmus test, obviously they weren't... Real in, interesting. I'm sorry, you got more? The, this, is, this, was, this was a Newsweek article. This is a Newsweek article. Um, and they say, fact check, are jailed Brazilian riders forcibly injected with COVID shots? They're also trying to say this is false. And I don't think so. I'm going to talk to some of my friends in Brazil and find out exactly what's going on. Um, so... We're going to get the truth out of out of that one as well. Yeah, it'd be so. it'd be nice to get some boots on the ground, seeing what's up. But again, it it wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, I've got I've got friends down in Brazil that are law enforcement, 
high-ranking law enforcement, federal law enforcement. So the they'll tell me the truth, you know, because they've been friends of mine for you know 25, 30 years. So yeah, we'll be able to get you the truth on that one. Be interesting to get the read, but yeah, I mean, you know, more. I'm assuming just hearing what the hell they say, more more outbreaks are coming, but. You know, of course, they're leaning into the more outbreaks are going to come because of climate change, glaciers, and ice is going to melt in the north and release these old pathogens. I mean, it's just just doubling down, man. Doubling down on, you know, basically eugenics. Long story, it's a eugenics, but they put a silk hat on the pig, and now it's climate change, Agenda 21, Agenda 20. You know, it's, you know, well, and thank green, God, new, green New Deals, et cetera. I think change coming along because that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that climate change is coming. I, I really am, you know. Um, well, it could end all of us. Just get this over with. You know. Well, I mean. I, it's look as as we know, climate change <laughs> happens happens all the fucking time, and it's it, they're called seasons. But it's like, whatever. They're they're weaponizing this thing that they're calling climate change, at, for you know this new implementation of you know hundreds of trillions of dollars of this whole new infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, they're already moving toward it with just all of it: smart TVs, smart shit, electronic vehicles. It's so funny. I don't know if I said this already on the show. Biden during um during the State of the Union, he, he was just like, "Yeah, we we're not going to get rid of oil for at least ten years." I'm like, "Yo, dipshit, you're the one trying to pub this whole Green New Deal where you're getting rid of fossil fuels and oil, and you just said at least for the ne- at least for the next ten years it's going to stick around." That's not a big. I mean, that's a horrible sales pitch for for the, his Green New Deal. But uh, speaking of him, we got to touch on the um, not just Seymour Hersh's article about uh, Nord Stream. But just generally, the, the notion now that Biden planted explosives, however many, however long ago, long time ago, during supposedly a NATO exercise, and then months later, uh, blew up the Nord Stream. Well, Biden certainly didn't give the order. He was told to say things, obviously. Um, well, and even to the point where he, he utilizes not Northcom, I believe it was Northcom, not actual people who would have to report to Congress. He uses use not necessarily fringe, but Navy. Uh, explosive experts, even if they weren't experts, Navy cats who weren't uh, beholden to congressional oversight to do the planting of the explosives. This is according to Seymour Hersh's article, of course. Um, well, we know when I talked to former, you know, SEALs, um, they said, you know, it wasn't, it definitely probably wasn't active duty guys. It was guys that were, you know, out of, out of the regular service and, you know, maybe working for, Private, you know, private security, whatever. Private security, which well, is huge whatever. now. And you know the Crimea, Russia bridge, the the only bridge going from Russia to Crimea gets blown up supposedly by a truck bomb by a terrorist or whatever. Um, but I mean that's two acts of war. Then you've got again the German government saying that they're not going to buy any diesel fuel, no diesel or oil products from Russia are allowed, which just hurts the German citizens more. So they're already freezing their ass off this winter from not having enough natural gas, you know, all the other bullshit that's going on. So this is, if people can't see that this is just simply, you know, citizens around the world, all of this stuff, you know, these these uh, so-called, you know, financial hits on each other and everything else, we know the politicians aren't suffering, the elites aren't suffering, the multimillionaires and billionaires aren't suffering. It is just the average man like you and I, you know, that is that is taking the brunt of all of this. And so... Um, people need to be looking at their governments and going, you guys are assholes, period. You guys are doing this to us and you're allowing it um, because you're, you're just slaves to the elites. And that's, that's the unfortunate part of it, you know, but, um, and eventually they remember how many times we've talked about this. 
every time the financial stuff starts, you know, all the other shit goes on, uh, food shortages and citizens get revved up and desperate. And then they turn the citizens anger outward towards another country, which is what they're trying to do to American citizens and Russian citizens and Chinese citizens and Europeans trying to turn their anger towards each other, towards, you know, nation states so that they can get away with friggin' blowing the shit out of everything. Right. Uh, well, or allow for cyber attacks and blame them on Russia and China and all the other stuff. Well, and that's a huge, huge part you brought up. And we talked about this when we talked to Flynn. And we, you and I have talked that this is a part of asymmetrical warfare. You know, that Pepsi challenge, it's all, you know, good versus bad. You know, the old school 80s, Russia versus the United States. And now even, you know, China, Russia versus the United States. It, you know... Th- Granted, we might we might see some serious conflict on this grand chessboard, and like like General Flynn said, you never remove kinetic warfare from you know the table as far as options. But they have no problem, as we've seen throughout history, World War One, Two, and any of our wars, they have no t- no problem turning on the meat grinder and chopping up you know a lot of people for their larger end. And again, that larger end, in my opinion, is you know, the expansion of what we're going to be seeing, these smart cities all over the world. But before they do it, they're going to do that WWE fucking babyface versus heel and have the United States fight Russia, United States fight Russia and China, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, they're all 20, 30 years, 50 years, 100 years from now, who knows? They're all going to have their smart city set up. You better believe it. It's going to be a digital currency. The fiat currencies will be gone. The multipolar world order will be in effect. We'll have a North well, American I, Union, I, African Union. I don't no, think of course, not. I, believe me, bro. I'm just saying, again, my considerations suggest this. I have no fucking crystal ball. This is just what I'm thinking because I'm seeing what's happening. We, like yeah. we talked about with Flynn, we're seeing these trade you alliances. You so optimistic. It's just what it is. I'm not, you know, like I said, I can't control it, but it just, as we move, you know, they've been talking about, you know, people have been throwing it around, the new world order, et cetera, the global government. We're seeing it happen. North American Union, African Union, European Union, all these different uh, trade organizations and uh, trades alliances, if you will, that it just seems that's where it's moving towards. Borders are being eroded. We're seeing, you know, these conglomerations of, of nation states more so, whatever. I see it happening. That's yeah. what I see happening. Colonel Rob, Colonel Rob Manus just put out on Twitter, $200 billion with no end in sight. We've dumped $200 billion American taxpayer dollars into a war in insanity that's ensuing right now. You broke up, bro. All of that I didn't get. Um, so Biden's last trip, right? Yeah. $500 million more. You heard about me talking about Colonel Rob Manus, right? You started with that and then you cut out. Okay. Um, Colonel Rob Manus is saying... Again, we've put $200 million into this whole war, $200 billion, and there's no end in sight and no plan. Then I said Biden gave the green light to Zelensky, who who God knows what those two are doing with each other behind closed doors, um, green light to attack Russian forces in, in Crimea. Um, and the Russian media reported to its citizens that America has just declared war on Russia by giving the green light to the Ukrainians using our weapons to attack Russian forces in Crimea. So just so Americans are understanding the severity of the situation that's being created by these lunatics, uh, that's that's what's going on right now. I mean, these people are complete, just, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. For anybody that has children, should be calling your state representatives, your senators uh, in Washington, Congress uh, representatives, and raising absolute hell with them. 
No, without a shadow of a doubt. And you know, as much as I thought, when I say World War Three, I'm an I'm a you know I was born in the '70s. I'm an '80s kid, so I'm thinking World War Three is mutually assured destruction. It's all scorched earth, and I have a different understanding of, of nuclear weapons now and tactical uh, nukes and fusion versus fission, et cetera. And you know, the lingering radiation isn't ten thousand years of scorched earth, but the notion that they would never use them. I, I think I'm starting to have a different assessment on that. But again, they have no problem. Even though Biden was the one talking about build back better, you know, you can't build back on something that hasn't gone away. And, it, and I've said this in other shows, they have no problem with scorching the earth, dude. I think they're going to possibly scorch the fucking earth, not nuclear radiation, but they have no problem decimating cities to rebuild back with these, these smart cities and shit. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I know it's a very kind of dire prediction, but I just think that's where we're moving to as far as, you know, the fourth industrial, industrial revolution, et cetera. I could be wrong. Yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm sure we paint such a bright picture for people when they listen to this, right? I mean, listen, bro. It's it's all about you know you can't have the good without the bad. For all every every bit of ill shit we're talking today, there is absolutely beautiful shit happening at the same time. So it's where you focus, where you choose to focus your energy. We're just talking about this today. When I get done, I'm gonna go fucking hug my kid who just got home from school, make some dinner, and enjoy my evening. I'm not gonna let this root you know take my evening down like what, back in the day when we used to do this. I used to have trouble shutting off and shit but you know controlling our space controlling our energy not letting this stuff get to you because it is crazy it's it's some dark shit but it should it should create a sense of urgency for the people who are listening in that you know do something to protect yourself not necessarily from what they're doing but you know take control of you know your immediate space your immediate communities etc if you give a shit if you don't keep lining up at fucking mickey d's and you know chomping on that nasty shit Get it. It's up to you. I get it. Yeah. So anyway, I think we've filled everybody's heads with enough stuff for the day. What do you think? Yeah, we are a little bit of all over the place today. I want to make sure. Um, did we leave anything out? And if you guys, I think I we, follow us on over at the Twitters, please. That's Conspiracy Farm 1. And if you have any comments, suggestions, feedback, slide them DMs, man. Hit us up. Let us any questions. We'll read them on the air, et cetera, because we want to integrate our farmers into this. And again, we are planning, putting it together, the Got Truth Tour. We're going to be selling them Got Truth t-shirts. Uh, we're setting up the online store right now, but we're definitely going to have those in tow with us as we hit the road. But um, tenant, the most locked down place right now we got is L.A. Um, got some pretty cool shit going on out there. And we definitely have Orlando, Florida. So Orlando, Florida, check us out. We're going to be coming your way, hanging out with Jim Gale, talking permaculture, which is just an amazing, amazing conversation. If you haven't listened to our episode with Jim Gale, go check that out. That dude is literally, literally changing the world, traveling the world, um, educating people on permaculture, replacing lawns and chemically treated lawns with permaculture. So we got that truth, um, that uh, tour hitting the road this summer, locking in the dates, locking in the location. So stay tuned for that looking forward to it man jeff fun uh great episode a lot of information hopefully people are waking up and and we just wanted to put a shout out to mainstream media that you know uh more and more people are waking up and and laughing at you and, and i think that people should be gathering around you know newspaper buildings around radio stations around television stations and just you know i think let them know what a mockery they are. And uh, I hate to even the, bring the him up. that they're putting out is, what's that? I hate to even bring him up on our show, but as we say this, this is apropos of what you're saying. The, the useful idiots that three or four years ago could talk all the shit they wanted to, individuals like Don Lemon, who just got the boot, 
um, from they've slowly been getting rid of him, but he's been catching a lot of heat for his comments. But you know, somebody who thought they were untouchable uh, is now got his got the boot in the ass because he's you know whatever he said about Tulsi Gabbard, regardless of what you think about Tulsi Gabbard. But yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think there's going to get to a point where is there even going to be a need for media as this stuff goes, you know, sideways? Well, that's another place where they speculate AI could slip in. All those people are is just talking heads. All they need is a nice digital version spewing the same information. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting Very how, how AI, how AI does um, the industries. It does take over as it progresses and we'll just get used to it, man. Like again, you look at so many, you know, Blade Runner, some of those, I don't know, it's predictive programming again. They're going to condition us to, um, you know, what's that Terminator movie, The Rise of the Machines? Like, they've been telling us. It's coming. Yeah, well, folks, do not comply. We told you that from the very we told you before it even started, do not comply with what they tell you to do. Um, it's all bullshit, and we know that. And You know, say some prayers, believe in God, your creator, and and uh, stop listening to mankind tell you that you're, you know, not essential, right? Got it out. Farmers. I'm not essential or an essential worker is going to get fucking cracked in the face, <laughs> right? That's the type of response that should happen. It's just, no, actually, um, I am essential and so is everybody else. Don't let them tell you you're not essential. Do whatever the fuck you want. Go to work. Keep your business open and start standing up for for your children's freedom. That's what I'm saying, right? And it the doesn't future. Have to be violent. And I and and when I say crack them in the face, I, you know, I don't want violence. That's the last thing I want. <clears throat> I don't want to be that guy. Um, people just need to, in numbers, mass numbers, say no. Yeah. We're not listening to you. We'll start our own banking system. We'll start our own our own currency. We'll create our own economy, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> do not acquiesce. Do not participate, ladies and gentlemen. It has been another episode of the Conspiracy Farm. Appreciate your time, champ. Um, I think we covered a little right, bit. Man, have a great day. And yeah, you thanks too. To all the people listening, absolutely. Stay tuned on the farm and follow us over there at the Twitters again at Conspiracy Farm One. Peace and so much love, guys. Take care.